Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today. Today we have Tuesday, the 7th of June or the 8th of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. We are in the parasha or Torah portion called Nasso, which means take up. And the scripture reading from the Torah today is Numbers chapter 4, verses 21 through 37. Please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Take a census of the sons of Gershon also. By their fathers' houses, by their families, you shall count them from thirty years old and upward until fifty years old, all who enter in to wait on the service to do the work in the tent of meeting. This is the service of the families of the Gershonites, in serving and in bearing burdens. They shall carry the curtains of the tabernacle and the tent of meeting, its covering, the covering of seal skin that is on it, the screen for the door of the tent of meeting, the hangings of the court, the screen for the door of the gate of the court, which is by the tabernacle, and around the altar, their cords, and all the instruments of their service, and whatever shall be done with them. They shall serve in there, all the service of the sons of the Gershonites, in all their burden and in all their service, shall be at the com- command excuse me, at the command of Aharon and his sons, and you shall appoint their duty to them in all their responsibilities. This is the service of the families of the sons of the Gershonites in the tent of meeting. Their duty shall be under the hand of Itamar, the son of Aharon, the Kohen. As for the sons of Merari, you shall count them by their families, by their father's houses. You shall count them from thirty years old and upward, even to fifty years old. Everyone who enters on the service to do the work of the tent of meeting. This is the duty of their burden, according to all their service in the tent of meeting. The tabernacle's boards, its bars, its pillars, its sockets, the pillars of the court around it, their sockets, their pins, their cords, with all their instruments and with all their service. You shall appoint the instruments of the duty of their burden to them by name. This is the service of the families of the sons of Merari, according to all their service in the tent of meeting, under the hand of Itamar, the son of Aharon, the Kohen. Moshe and Aaron and the princes of the congregation counted the sons of the Kohathites by their families and by their father's houses, from thirty years old and upward even to fifty years old, 
everyone who entered into the service for work in the tent of meeting, those who were counted of them by their families were 2,750. These are those who were counted of the families of the Kohathites, all who served in the tent of meeting, whom Moshe and Aharon counted according to the commandment of the Lord by Moshe. That was Numbers, or Bamidbar, 4.21-37. through 37. Now our portion from the prophets is the prophet Jeremiah, or Yeremiahu, chapter 24. After Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, had carried away captive Jehoniah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Yehudah, and the princes of Judah, with their craftsmen and smiths, from Jerusalem, and had brought them to Babel, the Lord showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord. One basket had very good figs, like the figs that are first ripe and the other basket had very bad figs, which could not be eaten, they were so bad. Then the Lord asked me, What do you see, Yermiahu? And I said, Figs, the good figs are very good, and the bad are very bad, so bad that cannot be eaten. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, Like these good figs, so I will regard the captives of Yehuda, whom I have sent out of this place into the land of the Kastim, for good. For I will set my eyes on them for good, and I will bring them again to this land. I will build them up and not pull them down. I will plant them and not pluck them up. I will give them a heart to know me, that I am the Lord. They will be my people and I will be their God, for they will return to me with their whole heart. As for the bad figs, which cannot be eaten, they are so bad. Surely thus says the Lord, So I will give up King Zedekiah of Yehuda and his princes, and the remnant of Jerusalem who remain in this land, and those who dwell in the land of Mitzrayim. I will even give them up to be tossed back and forth among all the kingdoms of the earth for evil, to be a reproach and a proverb, a taunt and a curse in all places where I will drive them. And I will send a sword, the famine, and a pestilence among them until they are consumed from off the land that I gave to them and to their fathers." That was Jeremiah chapter 24. Now our portion from the writings is Job, or Job, chapter 33. And this is the continuation of a speech by Elihu, the son of Barachel, the Buzite. But now, Job, please hear my speech and listen to all my words. See now. I have opened my mouth, my tongue has spoken in my mouth. My words will utter the uprightness of my heart, that which my lips know they will speak sincerely. 
the Ruach of, of God has made me, and the breath of Shaddai gives me life. If you can, answer me, set your words in order before me, and stand up. Behold, I am toward God as you are. I am also formed out of the clay. Behold, my terror will not make you afraid, neither will my pressure be heavy on you. Surely you have spoken in my hearing. I have heard the voice of your words, saying, I am clean, without transgression. I am innocent, neither is there iniquity in me. Behold, he finds occasions against me. He counts me for his enemy. He puts my feet in the stocks. He marks all my paths. Behold, I will answer you in this, you are not just. For God is greater than man. Why do you strive against him? Because he does not give account of any of his matters. For God speaks once, yes, twice though man pays no attention, in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on men, in slumbering on the bed. Then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction, that he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. He keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. He is also chastened with pain on his bed, with continual strife in his bones, so that his life abhors bread and his soul dainty food. His flesh is so consumed away that it cannot be seen, and his bones that were not seen stick out. Yes, his soul draws near to the pit and his life to the destroyers. If there is beside him an angel, an interpreter, one among a thousand, to show to man what is right for him. Then he is gracious to him and says, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. His flesh will be fresher than a child's, his return to the days of his youth. He prays to God and he is favorable to him so that he sees his face with joy. He restores to man his righteousness. He sings before men and says, I have sinned and perverted that which was right, and it did not profit me. He has redeemed my soul from going into the pit, and my life will see the light. Behold, God does all these things, twice, yes, three times, with a man, to bring back his soul from the pit that he may be enlightened with the light of the living. Mark well, Job, and listen to me. Hold your peace, and I will speak. If you have anything to say, answer me. Speak, for I desire to justify you. If not, listen to me. Hold your peace, and I will teach you wisdom. That was Job, chapter 33. And now our final portion from the Apostolic Writings is today, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now, concerning spiritual things, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. 
You know that when you were Gentiles, you were led away to those mute idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no man speaking by the Ruach Elohim says, Yeshua is accursed, and no one can say, Yeshua is Lord, except in the Ruach HaKodesh. Now, there are various kinds of gifts, but the same Ruach, and there are various kinds of service and the same Lord, and there are various kinds of workings, but the same God, who works all things in all. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Ruach for the profit of all. For to one is given through the Ruach the word of wisdom, and to another the word of knowledge. According to the same Ruach, to another faith by the same Ruach, and to another gifts of healings by the same Ruach, and to another workings of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of languages. But the one and the same Ruach produces all of these, distributing to each one separately as he desires. For as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, being many, are one body, so also is Mashiach. For in one Ruach we were all immersed into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether bond or free, and were all given to drink into one Ruach. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot would say, Because I am not the hand, I am not part of the body. It is not therefore not part of the body. And if the ear would say, Because I am not the eye, I am not part of the body. It is not therefore not part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole were hearing, where would the smelling be? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body, just as he desired. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now there are many members, but one body. And the eye cannot tell the hand, I have no need for you. Or again, the head to the feet, I have no need for you. No, much rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary, and those parts of the body which we think to be less honorable, on those we bestow more abundant honor, and our unpresentable parts have more abundant propriety, whereas our presentable parts have no such need. But God composed the body together, giving more abundant honor to the inferior part that there should be no division in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. When one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. When one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Mashiach and members individually. And God has set some in the assembly, first emissaries, second prophets, third teachers, then miracle workers, then gifts of healings, helps, 
governments, and various kinds of tongues. Are all emissaries? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all miracle workers? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire the best gifts. Moreover, I show a most excellent way to you. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And if you read through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read Mark chapter 9 verses 30 through 50 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. And I wish all you busy moms or others who might be listening a blessed day. May you be encouraged by the word of the Lord that you have listened to. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.